This is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is a Q&A podcast. We got four great questions, and I'll start with Martin, who wrote, Hey Jonathan, I love your YouTube channel. I've been taking modafinil and armadrafinil on and off for three years now. It's by far the best nootropic I've tried so far. The last year I've been on a 1/8 armadrafinil tab four to five days a week with outstanding results. Today I got a serious rash on my whole body and both legs. I think this is an allergic reaction, perhaps even a small Steven Johnson syndrome, and I got so scared I went to the hospital. The rashes disappeared after a couple hours, but now I don't really want to risk taking the substance anymore. Racetams work pretty well on me, but not even close to what modafinil does for me. Do you have any other suggestions I can try? Does Adderall work as an alternative? So what you're reporting here, Martin, is actually not a, a crazy rare type thing. Modafinil has and can have an effect on our system that responds to allergens, our, our, our immune system that can sometimes get, uh, it can get like a false alarm. It can get like a false positive from things like pollen or, you know, any number of things that people have allergies to and these can really be a major a major health issue for them you know there's certain people out there that if they get stung by a bee they need to get rushed to a uh, emergency room right and our immune system's response to different things in the environment it can change over time things like uh, acute stress events things like changing our diet things like moving to a totally new environment, these type of things can change how our immune system responds to what we put in our body. And the thing about modafinil and armadrafinil is that it is, uh, chemically, it's a really consistent, nutris- it's a really consistent drug, right? Like, let's say you're using mm, ginseng. Like, one batch of ginseng can vary drastically from another batch because it, you know, comes from the natural earth. There's all these different suppliers. There's all these different uh, manufacturing conditions that it's produced under. Whereas modafinil and armadrafinil, pretty consistent stuff. So this, this may be a sign that you need to cut out the modafinil and the armadrafinil, you may want to check out uh, Dr. Andrew Hill's reaction to modafinil. Uh, Dr. Andrew Hill is one of the founders of True Brain, and he actually also had a really adverse reaction to modafinil that resulted from the same thing, that resulted from your immune system kind of reading it 
reading, reading, reading it wrong. So this might be, so, so yeah, it's kind of a thing where you can continue to take a risk and if the rash never comes back, then, you know, hey, you're okay. But let's say you go and take your dosage way, way down and you still notice a little bit of a rash, that's a pretty good sign that you should cut it, right? So you're saying, okay, what are the, what's the alternatives to modafinil? Well, I'm glad you asked because that's exactly what I created in my product, Kabaijo. So I've been using racetams for five years now. I've used all of them. I've used them in all sorts of combinations. I've used them, stacked them with probably 40 different things. And there's a particular formula. I call it the red pill formula. And this creates a very focused, energetic state that is very similar to modafinil. That was kind of like the effect that I wanted to duplicate. The major difference between the mindset that modafinil puts you in and that my product Kabaijo does, however, is the half-life. So with modafinil, that effect that it puts you in, where it kind of just myopically focuses you in on whatever task you're doing for anywhere from like eight hours to sometimes as much as 12 hours, Kabaijo does not uh, does not recreate that. With Kabaijo, it is based upon the racetams, and those have an effect half-life that's in between about four to six hours. So you need to take two doses a day, which is you know, a little bit different than modafinil, where you can take a dose in the morning and it'll be working for you all day. So I, I if you haven't already, I would direct your attention to check out limitlesscabajo.com because I think you said you already like racetams and they work pretty good for you, but they're not quite they're not quite there. So I would you, you could check out the the Kabaijo stack because I, I myself and a number of the customers and friends of mine who are biohackers who have tried it have told me, yeah, this is like the modafinil effect, but from racetams. So that might really do the trick for you. You may also want to look at combining the racetams with other cofactors. You may want to look at playing around with the dosage of alpha-GPC that you're taking along with the racetams. You may want to add some rhodiola, which is going to make you a whole lot more energetic, make you uh, more awake while you're on the racetam. You may want to add alcar. And different people find that these cofactors of the racetams really unleash them. So, there's actually there's actually a number of other nootropic options out there for getting an effect that's similar to modafinil. So I hope you follow up with me and let me know if you try one of those options and if you manage to duplicate what modafinil was doing for you. Secondly, we heard from Cheyenne. Thanks, man. You explained well. I'm curious about taking coffee with adrafinil. I remember remember reading somewhere that it is a bad combination that affects your liver 
terribly, but I can't seem to find that site anymore. Do you know anything about this? Yeah, man. Uh, Adrafinil is uh, a pretty weak smart drug. I, I kind of wish that the various vendors out there would just quit selling it because it's a whole lot less potent version of modafinil and armadrafinil. It tastes just terrible. One of the worst tasting drugs. And you're completely correct. It does do liver damage if it's taken over time. So if, if you've got a little bit of adrafinil on your hands and you want to use it episodically, then that's probably, from time to time, then that's probably okay. But if you're going to use something as a mainstay daily driver type nootropic, definitely not adrafinil. I, if adrafinil does work for you, then it's likely that modafinil or armadrafinil will work for you. So I will just direct you to either get a doctor's prescription for those, or you can check out some of the vendors on our website, and I will link to those in the show notes. Third question, Kyle. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? I definitely share some interest with you and would love to talk soon. On a short question, I was wondering if you have something to say about nootropicsource.com. I'm thinking about ordering from them tonight. I'll probably go ahead and order, but I wanted to um, see what you thought of them. Thanks for the heads up, Kyle. I did check out nootropicsource.com and they look pretty legit. They had a a nice wide selection of the racetams that you would want to take. They had, what else do they have? They have SARMs, peptides, they had some nutraceuticals, and really importantly, they did include COAs and what, what looked like legit COAs. They didn't look like duplicates of uh, other COAs that I've seen other companies using. They had the the analysis of the ingredients of the assays demonstrating that they were pharmaceutical grade so that's that's pretty good like that's if you're going to be buying powdered uh, single ingredient nootropics as opposed to buying those fancy branded stack products then that's like really probably the most important thing there was two little red flags with nootropicsource.com. I noticed that they don't do refunds. They're, they're, uh, they, they don't have any uh, money back guarantee. They don't have any, uh, they were like, we don't really do refunds. So don't ask us for a uh, refund, which is, you know, I can kind of understand like when you're selling powdered products, your, uh, their profit margins are a whole lot lower, so they're not going to be having these crazy refund policies that they're like shoving down your throat, like someone like say Onnit is going to have on on their products that they have a, a big fat profit margin. Uh, but still, it's a little bit of a little bit of a red flag because it's like, well, you know, you, you should stand behind your product. That if your products, for whatever reason, uh, people should be able to. Get a money back guarantee if, if they're willing to you know mail them back into them so i didn't see that and then i could not 
find contact information of real people behind the country, the company. I searched around their site a little bit, checked out their Facebook page, and I couldn't find real people, phone numbers, address. That's that's a little bit of a red flag. What I really look for is I look for companies like uh, Lost Island Herbs. They're my preferred herbal nutraceutical vendor and you go on their website and it's like these uh, two brothers or it might be three brothers and they got their their face all over the website they're talking about their activities and how they use their own products and they've got their real address and their phone number and you can get right in touch with them real easy that's kind of what I look for some other vendors like Peak Nootropics and Powder City they they do have this, but Nootropic Source looks uh, looks pretty okay to me. So go ahead and yeah, just follow up with us in a month or two and let me know how their products stack up with, with other stuff. Final question, Daniel. I've enjoyed your last several articles a lot and I've become especially interested in the idea of male contraceptive. If anything, I'd probably treat it like the pull-out method, being a Russian roulette method of sorts. Therefore, it would be something to help my odds. Unless, of course, it ends up working well and provable. So have you found any good way of measuring the results? I was thinking I would have a look at my swimmers under a microscope before I begin the process. I know you can buy test kits, but they're a bit pricey and seem quite unreliable. What are your thoughts? Okay, first of all, I'd agree with you. It's, it's basically kind of like a pull-out method. It's no contraceptive method is 100% guaranteed, but if you're using a if you're using a combination of all of the herbal methods that I talked about, which is like the apricot seeds, the queen Anne's lace, the neem oil, if uh, you're using those and you also give your partner those to use, also if you're doing that, if you're using all of those in combination with what they call the natural rhythm cycle, which is not an, not an R&B album. It's, it's where you just, where she keeps track of what her cycle is. So she knows that she has a couple of days out of the month that she should really avoid sex and you don't, you don't have sex on those days. If you use that in combination with the tantric semen retention methods that I talk about in the Limitless Orgasms Protocol, then your contraceptive effectiveness is, it's gonna be pushing like 97, 98, 99% with all of those things combined, which is going to end up being uh, either as or likely more effective than using the birth control pill, than using condoms, uh, and potentially some of those some of those other forms of birth control that I honestly don't know that much about and it's a whole lot cheaper and it's natural it doesn't have these really serious 
repercussions on her hormones. So like I said, if you if you're gonna treat it like, hey, you know, I'm taking I'm taking a chance, but if I'm doing all these smart things in combination, then my risk is about the same as if I'm using uh, condoms or on the or on the pill, right? But your your downsides are are a whole lot better. You know how many how many stories have you heard of people that were using condoms that they're like, oh, we always use condoms, but one day they broke and then and we had an, an unplanned pregnancy and and boy Trojan Trojan is not gonna buy you diapers, are they? Trojan's not gonna uh, is not is not gonna donate money into that that college fund. Uh, Trojan is not gonna make your child support payments, are they? So I, I, I think you're I think you're pretty wise to consider the herbal birth control methods. And then your your question went on, you're saying, okay, so we're biohackers. So how would we quantify this? And that that would be tricky. If you have a microscope that you can actually see your your uh, own uh, sperm, then that's that's pretty cool because like those guys are really 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 small. They're they're like an exceptionally uh, diminutive as far as our cells go. So um, if you have access to that kind of microscope, then yeah, you could actually do that sort of biohacking experiment. And I would, I, I, think, I think the whole biohacker community, as well as, you know, people that think of themselves as sex nerds, I think they would all really kind of appreciate that research if you were able to say, okay, so here's my baseline, uh, here's my baseline activity of my sperms. You can see them, they're, they're swimming around. And then uh, go and use neem, use neem for a certain amount of time or use uh, a laetrile B17 source for a certain amount of time and then come back and if there's if there's a difference then wow that would that would be interesting that would be supportive of um, those two uh, Indian studies the one which was the animal study and then the other one where they actually found 10 guys and they and they uh, did a did a human study of herbal contraceptives um, however, again, if, if you, it's, it's, it still is uh, a bit tricky. The other thing that you could look at, what I've heard consistently, is that uh, the way that most contra, the way that many contraceptives work is that they change the pH balance of the fluids in the vagina, and that they make them, if I, if I'm correct. What they do is they make them more, they make that environment more acidic and the sperm cannot survive in the acidic environment. And so you end up just having a good time and not making any babies. So perhaps if you don't have a, a super powerful microscope eye on hand that can accurately uh, measure that sort of thing, what you could do is you could um, do a uh, acid-based test of your own sperm before and after and uh, using these methods and see how much of a difference it makes or what you could do is you could uh, yeah you know uh, collect some of your own ejaculate 
and then use a, a tiny little fraction of um, some neem oil or uh, QAL or whatever it is you want to use and then see how that changes the uh, pH balance of it and that would be a that would be perhaps a, a little bit easier way of measuring that and if you're able to push that acidic balance up quite a bit then you can be like well this would be uh, quantifiably a better herbal birth control method but I think you're correct in that it's kind of it's kind of like the it's kind of like just a, a more effective pull out method and this was an article where I was you know like curating the inform the anecdotal information that I could find and the studies that I, I could find and I have not uh, I cannot say like hey, I've personally used herbal birth control for a year or two years and me and my girlfriend never got pregnant. I'm not yet at a point where I can say that. Uh, although there, there seems to be some people out there anecdotally reporting that sort of thing. So stay safe out there, guys. I appreciate all of your questions. What I'll add is that if you or anyone listening to this podcast has some questions about biohacking, has some things that they haven't been able to find good answers to doing Google searches, or perhaps you have an issue and you have Google searched it and you've been like overwhelmed by just like a ton of confusing information, if it's a biohacking thing, if it's a smart drugs related thing, a lot of times, if I can get on Skype with you, I can give you some real nuanced, real specific recommendations that will be something that you maybe didn't expect. And I follow up with everyone that I talk to on Skype, and a lot of people do find my recommendations quite transformative with whatever their biohacking goals or challenges are. So I'm going to suggest if I didn't answer your questions thoroughly here, or if you have a, something that's a bit more personal, maybe you don't want to hear it discussed on a, a public podcast feed, then get in touch with me and we can jump on Skype. Thanks again, and I look forward to an ongoing conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset Podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.